800-230-8145. Again, that's 800-230-8145. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid, a sports grid. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down here in the Sports Grid Studios in the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands on this uh, Tuesday night. Uh, a lot of basketball talk to get to on the program uh, tonight. We'll be uh, pretty hockey heavy tonight on In Game Live uh, with uh, Bobano. Uh, but on this program, uh, we got a bunch of big basketball games on tap uh, this evening. Uh, the Pelicans trying to play themselves back into a playoff uh, position uh, right now, trying to uh, track down the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I don't think they will. And, in fact, I think the Milwaukee Bucks uh, beat them uh, tonight and cover the number. Uh, but we got to take a look at that game uh, this evening. Uh, don't look now, man, but the Portland Trailblazers are really starting to heat up. A, a hot basketball team. Damian Lillard is unbelievable. This guy's averaging like 48 points a game over the last six games. We'll get into that. Big man on campus going to step up and in today. College basketball talk on uh, on the program this evening for the most part. Uh, we, you know, It's a full slate of college basketball tonight. Uh, I'm going to share my NBA thoughts with you. We absolutely crushed it last night in the association. Uh, a couple of totals did us in, but when it was all said and done, it was like a 6-2 and two night uh, in the NBA. I, I, I like a couple of games uh, tonight. Uh, the Knicks, um, the Knicks make a move. Uh, Mills pays the price uh, today. There's talk about uh, Messiah Jerry and the New York Knicks, but there was also talk about Kevin Durant in the Knicks, right, and Kyrie Irving in the Knicks, and uh, and uh, LeBron James in the Knicks, and everybody else uh, and the Knicks. Messiah Jerry's not leaving the Toronto Raptors for the uh, New York Knicks, uh, but. You know what? Uh, we're going to think outside the box as far as the Knicks are concerned. Um, I think, you know, we'll get to that on a morning show uh, tomorrow. And then uh, we've got uh, Marenzi Unfiltered is back. So Marenzi Unfiltered used to just sort of be, you know, it was 30 minutes of just, you know, loose ends. Stuff that we didn't get to on the show, crazier stories. And uh, we had a lot of fun on the show. We're bringing it back. It's um, it's in a podcast form, so it's it's radio, audio only. Maybe in the future we'll do video or something, but it's more of a casual uh, show. Uh, we did our first episode uh, today. It's going to air later this evening, um, and it'll be posted uh, later tonight, which we uh, we break down the uh, XFL kickoff that's coming up uh, this weekend. All right, we got Big Man on Campus going to be uh, joining us to talk some college basketball, NBA, NHL, and more. Get on the grid. Sports Grid News Update. Good evening, I'm George Kurtz. This is your Sports Grid Update. In the NBA tonight, we have four games. All times are Eastern, all times are different. 7.30, Bucks Pelicans. 8 o'clock, Hornets Rockets. 9 o'clock, Trail Blazers Nuggets. And 10 o'clock, Spurs and Lakers. In NBA news today, as Gabe just mentioned, the Knicks did make a move. They fire President Steve Mills. Scott Perry will take over basketball operations on an interim basis. Rumors persist that the Knicks are interested or that Dolan has been interested in Messiah Ujiri of the Raptors for several, for a little while now, and he may try and go after him, but he's been unwilling, that's his Dolan, been unwilling to give up compensation to have him in the Knicks organization. The NBA treadline is Thursday, 3 o'clock. That's February 6th at 3 o'clock. 
Minnesota's trying with D'Antonio Russell, trying to acquire him from the Golden State Warriors. Suns are looking after Luke Kennard from the Detroit Pistons. There are several other rumors out there as well. We expect the NBA trade line to be quite busy over the next couple of days. In the NFL, the Jaguars will play back-to-back games in London next season. Both games will be home games for the Jaguars. Apparently, they make more money the Jaguars organization over in London and they want to build a new stadium in downtown Jacksonville. This is one way they think they can go about accomplishing this by playing more games in London. So Jaguars will play back-to-back games in London next season, both being home games. I imagine they will stay there and not travel back to Jacksonville during this time. The Jaguars also hired former 49ers general manager Trent Balky as their new director of player personnel for whatever it's worth. Balky was 2-0 over in London as general manager of the 49ers. Free agent Derek Henry has stated that his new contract, the floor for that contract negotiations, will be Zeke Elliott's six-year $90 million deal. It's always good to shoot high at Derek Henry. He will be one of the top free agent running backs on the market next season, trying to cash in on his big 2019 season. In Major League Baseball, Rumors abound that Steve Cohen wants to back out of the purchase of the New York Mets. Nothing going the Mets' way here. Uh, the Mets will neither confirm nor deny, saying there are uh, you know, contractual obligations. They can't talk about it. It seems to me if this wasn't true, they would have said something. The voter who left Derek Jeter off his Hall of Fame ballot declines to name himself. All writers were allowed to publish their ballots today. 314 did, 83 didn't. Obviously, this writer is one of the 83. As for the Boston Red Sox, Ron Renneke and Carlos Fables have interviewed for the Red Sox manager's job. Susan Sluster of the San Francisco Chronicle states that Mark Kotze is out of the running, so he's still with spring training less than two weeks away. We still don't know who's going to be the manager of the Boston Red Sox. Wilma Flores signs a multi-year deal with the San Francisco Giants. In the NHL, we have 13 games tonight. Heavy night in the NHL tonight. Uh, I'm George Kurtz. This has been your Sports Grid Update. Now, back to Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenci. All right, thank you very much, uh, George Kurtz. Uh, we'll bring uh, George in this evening. In-game live, full slate of NHL hockey uh, games. He'll have his eye on all of the uh, the puck action for us tonight. But Bano's going to join us. Drew Martin uh, will as well. Big man on campus will join me in a couple of minutes here this evening. Cam um, is uh, trying to uh, salvage his, um, his trip to Las Vegas. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, Nevada uh, with Cam Stewart. We'll check in with Cam tomorrow. Uh, you know, he's on vacation, he's off, things aren't going well for him. The last thing he needs is us calling him every 20 minutes and, um, and you know, getting him on the air. I would assume he's probably very intoxicated uh, right now as well. Cam likes to get his groove on. He likes to get his party on uh, when he goes to Las Vegas. And, uh, hey, I don't blame him. Uh, right, but uh, we've got games uh, to break down tonight, including uh, the Pelicans and the Bucks. Um, fun NBA game uh, this evening, man. This total is insane. The total is nearly what a uh, the, the NBA All Star game total is basically. It's like 246, 246 and a half. We have a monster total in this game tonight, and of course, it's the first time that uh, Zion and the Greek Freak uh, meet up. Now, there's going to be a lot of first times uh, for for Zion. You know, the the first time he plays LeBron is going to be massive, and that'll be the real uh, big one. Uh, but, you know, you just set that aside and you look at the actual game itself and the Milwaukee Bucks are absolutely killing it uh, this year. They're, they're on a freaking roll and they're actually, they're a better bet when they're on the road than they are at home because they're not laying like crazy numbers. They're 13-9 and nine against the spread. Uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. We've got a full slate of college basketball uh, tonight. Michigan and Ohio State, a game that we're going to break down. 
you know, it doesn't matter whether it's swimming, tennis, golf. It's a freaking rivalry, all right? So whenever, um, whenever Michigan and Ohio State play, it's real. And these teams are as evenly matched as you can possibly get, unlike football that Ohio State is, like, up here, and Michigan is, like, down, down here. Um, Michigan and Ohio State, very similar seasons this year. Michigan Wolverines started off on a tear, and um, then reality settled in. And they're an average basketball team right now. They're 13 and 8. Meanwhile, Ohio State are 14 and 7. And Ohio State were actually ranked number one uh, earlier this year. And then they fell like they weren't even ranked uh, anymore. The wheels completely fell off for them. They've lost their point guard. Um, so we're going to break that game uh, down. Auburn and Arkansas is a fun basketball game uh, tonight. We got some Big East action on tap. And of course, the NBA. Um, the big news with the New York Knicks today, they fire their president and, you know, really just a scapegoat. But, you know, the talk about Messiah Jiri, we'll just get this out of the way right now. Messiah Jiri won a championship with the Toronto Raptors. Basically could run for prime minister of Canada and win. The Raptors have a great young nucleus. They have... Maybe the best coach in the NBA right now, and Nick Nurse. I don't think it's crazy talk to you know talk about how great this guy actually has been. Um, and congratulations to him; he's going to be doing the All Star game. And the Raptors are going to have all kinds of money to spend moving forward. That's what's crazy about this. Like, not only do the Raptors win a championship, and not only are they a damn good team now, he's managed this so brilliantly that there's money to spend in the off season. He's got all these guys playing for a contract. Van Fleet's playing for a contract. So, you know what I mean? Van Fleet's been in a freaking zone ever since he had his kid in the playoffs last year. His wife had a baby. And, you know, this guy had missed 22 threes in a row. And suddenly he hasn't missed since then. And he's going to make a lot of money, like max money. Sergi Baca, who motivation can be a factor for sometimes. He's in a contract year. Uh, Marcus Gasol, who everyone thinks is done and who's old and he isn't. He's in a contract year. Um, you've got guys that are, you know, they're all motivated. They're all playing for something. So Masai Ujiri can keep them. He can let them go. Uh, but we all know the big deal for Masai Ujiri that is around the corner isn't signing with the New York Knicks. It's getting the guy that's playing tonight, the Greek freak, to sign with the Toronto Raptors. And normally I would tell you it's crazy talk that a major superstar is going to willingly uh, you know, sign with the Toronto Raptors as a free agent. You know, they can get good players, but you're not going to get those mega superstars. But we all know, man, that the Greek freak is a different cat. He's different than most guys. He doesn't care about the limelight. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to live in Hollywood. He's not like, oh, I want to play in Miami on South Beach. He's a low-key dude. All right, He's a low-key dude who has a very close relationship with Messiah Jerry. Now, I guess you could argue, well, hey, uh, Messiah Jerry could come to the Knicks, and then they could try to get uh, Giannis, but, you know, I don't think it plays out that way. All right, trouble in Sixerland as well. We're going to jump in with the game's big man next. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. Sports grid, I am Marenzi. You know, it's pretty crazy because we know our, our main man, the, Cam, uh, the Raging Red at Cam Stewart, is a, a big fan of Callaway, uh, who hangs out here on a daily basis. But it's funny, Cam's in Vegas right now. Cam's not around, and suddenly Callaway hasn't been around. It's amazing. It's like there's some sort of magnetic presence and force uh, between the two of them. Callaway's here now. Callaway's arrived. And to be honest, Callaway's been on the schedule as of late. Seems to roll in a little bit after six, just in time for Northfield Park, which uh, might be the most hardcore track in America. And I don't know how so many horses die at Santa Anita or Northfield Park. These guys run like 15 races a night every night. <laughs> like, like they're insane. They run in blizzards, in hurricanes. It doesn't matter. Northfield Park is running. But uh, nevertheless, uh, let's bring in Big Man on campus uh, right now. A lot of basketball talk to get to. Big Man, always a pleasure. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Gabe. How are you? Good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. A lot of stuff to get to, so we're right, right down to business. Um, yeah, I want to. I don't like living in the past. This show is more like for you know what's coming up tonight. But I know you've been very vocal about the Philadelphia 76ers and and having to make a move. You you know you've never been a fan of uh, Brett Brown, the the head coach. You know you know there. It's a weird situation because their record isn't terrible. But they do just get constantly exposed time and time and time again. And, you know, I've been cashing with it. I took uh, I took Boston the other night, big man. Last night, I was like, why are the Miami Heat, who are the number one team in the NBA against the spread on their home court, against Philadelphia, who are the worst team in the NBA against the spread? Like, I don't think people realize that, big man, just how bad it is. The Philadelphia 76ers are now 7-18-2 against the spread. All right? on the road, which is the worst ATS record on the road in the NBA. And it's just unacceptable when you have the roster that you have to be that bad. Because, you know, going on the road is a sign of your guts, your toughness, and all that. And it's pathetic, and I just found it comical that Ben Simmons, and we should have the picture up uh, here, of uh, Ben Simmons um, on the, uh, you know, this, is, this, this isn't a stock photo here. This is a, a picture of Monday morning after the Super Bowl. So this is like yesterday game day. Here he is nursing a hangover with Jenner or Kylie or Kendall, whatever the hell her name is. And this guy has the nerve to call out his teammates for being soft after the game last night. It's a problem. And Bead and Simmons, they do need to be broken up. Like, it's, it's not happening. And it's never going to happen I, they're in a weird spot. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna do it. I think Brett Brown might be the one to pay the price, but they've got issues, big man, for real. And hey, just fade them on the road. They can't win on the road. This team. Yeah, they're nine and eighteen on the road. And I got to tell you, as a fan of this team, seeing those tweets the other night of not only the players at the Super Bowl, but the owner 
what is Josh Harris doing? I mean, you got a nine and eighteen basketball team on a road. You should be, you know, getting rejuvenated, relaxing, you know, focusing on what you need to do as professionals. Not at the Super Bowl, you know, obviously drinking, I'm sure, and clowning around. It, I, I'm so sick of talking about it, just because everything I've said has come into fruition. You can't get rid of Ben Simmons and Embiid now. There, there, there's just, I don't know what the market is. I don't know what, what would he, how would he even do it. You've got to make a shakeup and fire Brett Brown. I've, they should have fired Brett Brown two years ago, and they haven't. Uh, Brett Brown is not the guy to handle this. He has no idea what he's doing uh, from game to game. And last night, I thought this morning would have been a great time to do it. That was the worst defensive performance I've seen in years from this team. I mean, Gabe, that was one of the worst performances in the era of the defensive rating. I mean, it was it was they quit completely. And I got to tell you, Gabe, the Al Horford contract. We've had a lot of bad contracts in this town. I mean, this team gave Ilya Brzgalov a ton of money. The, the Flyers did. I mean, they gave Andrew Bynum a ton of money. The Sixers. There's been some bad contracts in this town, but Al Horford might well, be the worst. You know, yeah. I mean, he is what a joke. Well, everyone was happy when they got Horford. I was like, you can't pay this guy that much money. He's not worth thirty-five million dollars a year, whatever the hell he's getting. Yet, to be honest, you look at Elton Brand, and he needs to he needs to answer some questions as well. Oh, he's been a Jimmy mess. Butler was. Yeah, Jimmy Butler was willing to stay. Like, Jimmy Butler wasn't, like, running out the door. It was the Sixers that didn't show a legitimate interest. Like, they didn't go, like, yeah, we'll give you the max possible money. And, you know, he would have stayed. And they they wanted to buy his Harris instead, which I don't understand. Like, Jimmy Butler was their best player in the playoffs. He brings a level of toughness. He's a very good player. He was a perfect complement with Embiid. He can keep Embiid and Simmons, try to, try to toughen him up. But, you know, and it's not even – I don't think it's fair to say Brett Brown doesn't know what he's doing. It's impossible to coach these kids, big men. You know what no, I mean? And, but he's got to pay the price because you can't trade everybody. You can't trade the team. Right. And these guys are supposed stars. But how do you can't instill heart in Joel Embiid? Look at big man. That picture is from yesterday morning, bro. I know. Like, Monday morning, oh, and- game day, he, so he got blasted at the Super Bowl and is hanging around at Jenner's. And they got a big game against the Miami Heat that night. Like, he's not even a professional. It's like, it's, it's embarrassing. No, it really is. And, I mean, you look at the game last night. I mean, I don't know if you uh, – I'm sure you saw the highlights. I mean, some of the, the body language. I mean, I'm, I'm real, you know what I'm getting real sick of with this group? And you're right. I mean, Brett Brown shouldn't take all the, 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 the stuff here. But, you know, Alan Brand's been horrific as well. Their front office decisions have been terrible. But you look at the body language. I mean, the, the constant whining from Joel Embiid, but he doesn't get his way. Um, his, his lack of playing defense seemingly – for half the game. They have no shooters. They have no I mean their bench is one of the worst in the league. It's not even close. And you know what game it has to do with? It is their complete disregard in the NBA draft to value anything that's not a top ten pick. I am so sick of watching really good college yep. players go to other teams. Like you know the Miami Heat game? Look how many undrafted players they have on their team. You know why? Because they have good scouts and good talent guys that go out Look and at the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors team. haven't had a top five. They haven't had a top five pick or top ten pick in like fifteen years. <laughs> like, it you know makes I mean? me sick that. Uh, and, and again, it's time after time after time. They got I Siakam in the second round, big man. Siakam in the second round. It's fascinating, you know? and, and yet we have a team here that. And I got to tell you, I, I don't. 
want to hear about, oh, they made good picks with Simmons and Embiid. It's been a complete mess with these two. The process has failed. This is where the process is. It's a failure. Now you got to blow it up again and, and figure it out again. I'm sick of being let down with them. And that's why I've gotten into this point with them where I just – everything makes me laugh. I hate this team. They're, they're hateable. <laughs> the coach is annoying. The front office sucks. I, I just – Everything about them makes me physically sick, and I, I'm, I'm, I've had it. All right, big man on campus laying it, uh, laying it on the line. All right, so let's jump into, uh, let's jump into the um, quickly. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of this Milwaukee? Uh, you have any interest in Milwaukee and the Pelicans tonight? Zion versus uh, the Greek Freak. Well, you know, look, this is going to be obviously a real team. He's going to play a real defense. Um, I don't know. Again, I've said it, and I'm sure you'll agree here. I, look, the kid's terrific. I mean, he's got a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot of star power. He, he, he's very sellable. He's a guy you want in your market. But he's got to get his weight down. I, I mean, look, I'm overweight, but I'm not an NBA basketball player. I mean, this is a guy yeah, you want the first pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to get focused a little bit on, on the weight. I've been surprised by the fact that the shot has worked for him. He has a weird release, a weird shot, but... Yeah, I mean, this is obviously going to be and, – and this is funny because Milwaukee's kind of – this is the team the Sixers play on Thursday. And, I mean, it's been a terrible road trip as it is. Now you got to play Milwaukee in Milwaukee. But, yeah, I mean, this is going to be obviously a big test for Zion Williams, and I'm actually kind of excited to, to check it out. Um, they're actually playing pretty well, the Pelicans. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy to see that they're doing some good things. They were a team that I kind of wanted to uh, see the Sixers do some business with. It's interesting, Gabe. You think, what if uh, the Sixers take Brandon Ingram instead of uh, Ben Simmons, where they would be? That'd be kind of interesting to think about. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of going uh, back to everything now, Gabe, thinking about it. Zion, 19.5 points per game. Very impressive for a kid that, as you stated, he's out of shape. Drop him in the middle of the season in the NBA. You know, there's something special about him. He's got flaws, but the ball goes in. He's a special player. Uh, the Pelicans three and one in their last uh, four basketball games. One thing impressive about the Bucks, forty-two and seven. You know, big man, they're um, I think they're 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 twelve and two in like their last fourteen games or 12, 12 and one, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. The lowest margin of victory is thirteen points. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they don't like even like on an off night the Bucks still beat you. Now it doesn't mean I think the Bucks run the table in the playoffs because playoff basketball is different. I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Raptors, and I don't know if the Raptors can stop them well, Kawhi, this time. But, you know, I think they got a shot at doing it. Yet, um, you know, I, Gabe, I like the, the Bucks. The, we'll be laying the points there. Gabe, at the end of the day, there are six teams that are as good, as good or better than the Sixers. Think about that. This is a team that we were told at the beginning of the year was going to the finals. Give me a break. They're not going to win a series. Cut it out. And you know what's Toronto's crazy? Way better. You know what's Austin's way better. It's crazy. You know what's nuts too? I got the Raptors the other day at plus one ninety to win a division. The Sixers were favored. Like right now, the Toronto Raptors are plus one fifty to win a division. They got like a three game lead. The Raptor, uh, the the Celtics are plus one eighty. The Sixers are plus one ninety. The Sixers don't have a hope in hell of winning this division. No, I, they can't win on the road. They're not in the same league as the Raptors. Like, they're not catching the Raptors, and it's like they're in the same price range. They're so overrated and overvalued by the market, big man. Last night, the Miami Heat were three-point favorites. It came down to two and a half. People are betting on the Sixers for some reason. they got to be morons. The national media and the national perspective of the Sixers is so misguided. I mean, they really... 
And I try to like, I mean, I have a decent following on Twitter. I try to say to these people, this team isn't very good. They, they have no shooters. They have no, Gabe, you know how you win in the NBA? You have to have wings. You have to have guys in the wing that can create. You, know, you, you Toronto has plenty of them. You know, the Celtics have them. This team has no wings. They have Al Horford is lollygagging around. Joel Embiid is, all he does is whine because he doesn't get the ball in the three points. If you jack up some terrible three. All right, we'll take a quick break here. We'll be right back. We're going to jump into the college basketball on the other side. Game time decisions continues. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Already uh, halfway through. Get on the grid. We'll be back, uh, though, at 9 o'clock. Scotty Farrell in at 7. In-game live. Cam Stewart in Las Vegas, Nevada. Big man on campus uh, with us. Uh, We could talk for hours about uh, the NBA, and the trade deadline is rapidly approaching. There's actually talk about D'Angelo Russell to the Knicks, which eventually D'Angelo Russell's just got to land on a team, and eventually the Knicks have to make up their mind to just build around a couple of players instead of changing their mind uh, every two months. Um, and I, I want to get to this stuff later, actually, but LeBron James' agent. You look at Rob Polinka, uh was Kobe's agent. He's a general manager right now. You see that's a big trend in sports with agents becoming general managers. Man, this Rich Paul guy is already basically running the Lakers as it is. And with the connections of LeBron and that company of Clutch Sports and all that, I would, I, I'm, you know what? I've criticized Rich Paul. I don't like the way he controls things in the NBA. But the fact of the matter is the guy's got a lot of juice in the NBA. He's got a lot of juice with shoe companies. He's got a lot of juice all around. I don't think it's crazy to make this guy the GM of the New York Knicks, to be honest, uh, big man. That's actually a, a pretty good point. I mean, you're right. I mean, they, they really have taken over the NBA. But I, you mentioned uh, Russell. I, I've told you before, I would love him here. I would love him in this town. He would work really well with Joel Embiid. I mean, he, he's having a great season. I know he plays for the Warriors. I get that. But I think he's turning into quite a good player. I know he he's had some of the off-court trouble, but we've seen that with some young guys. You know, they have some trouble. Oh, no, he's of, a good kid. You know, he's a, he's their, not a bad uh, kid. Um yeah, you know, they have that the problem issue is, with it's, you, you can't trade them. Yeah, it was the dumb stuff about the, the chick and, uh, yeah, recorded Nick Young. Um, Snitching. But you, you can't trade them for Ben Simmons. That's the thing. And even no, contractually and everything. And it's just Ben Simmons just better all around. But, no, he's a fun player, uh, Russell. All right, so let's let's get into, um, let's get into the games uh, here tonight, uh, big man. Some college basketball. Uh, tonight, let's jump in and let's start off uh, with Ohio State of Michigan. I saw Michigan play in person the other night at Madison Square Garden against Rutgers. Really fun game, actually. Great atmosphere. Probably the best college atmosphere I've ever been at. It, it, the game was pretty much sold out. You know, the upper deck was closed a bit, but it was a wrestling and doubleheader with basketball. So, like, it was packed. It was emotional. The bands were there, like, the whole nine yards. Fun game. 
Michigan got the win against Nebraska, and then they got the win. So they win in Nebraska, then they win in New York on Saturday at MSG. Now they're back home. Ohio State's on a two-game win streak right now as well. But Ohio State loses uh, DJ Carton. Uh, what do you make of this game, uh, big man? Um, you know, big rivalry, whether it's football or basketball. Yeah, and, and look, Gabe, you know, we know how hard it is to win on the road in, in the Big Ten. And, and Ohio State's going to have their hands full tonight at Chrysler. Obviously, like you, as you said, coming off the, the big win the other night. Um, I will say, though, and, and I don't want to knock Michigan. I've always loved their, their makeup and, and what they do. But, I mean, Rutgers couldn't hit the broadside of a barn in that game. They, they just didn't shoot the ball real well. And you know, they were right in the game at the end. But I, I think for me, I, I still see constant issues with Michigan. That They're not a good rebounding team. Jawan uh, Howard, again, will not double in the post. And you got a guy in Wesson tonight that can really do some damage down low. I, I don't – I just – John Teske hasn't shown at all this year that he can defend in the post. I'm just not real interested in Michigan game until Livers comes back and is healthy. And yeah. I, I hope for your sake it's not all year that it just lingers all year. But, um, I, you know, they're, they're kind of piecing things together. And, you know, I won't bet Ohio State just because I'm, I'm not real into betting road teams in the Big Ten. But I think they can present some problems. We have to remember, and I heard you mention it earlier, this is still a team of talent. They're ranked number one at one point. I think Weston's a real issue here. So, you know, if you're going to give me three points in this game, I'll probably lean with the road team. I, I just think they're going to feast on the boards tonight. And, again, we've seen time and time again, Teske get destroyed in the paint. Auburn and Arkansas, uh, interesting game uh, tonight. Musselman's a great coach, uh, big man. We, see, we saw the impact that he had with Nevada. And now we're seeing the impact immediately uh, with the Hogs uh, right now. Auburn are a team that nobody ever really likes, big man. Well, they're not that good and this and that. But the fact is, they're 19-2. and two. So you got to give them their just due. Uh, but, you know, this, this Mason Jones kid has been a lot of fun. He's on fire. He's averaging 19 points a game. Uh, they're 11-2 and two on their home floor. And one thing I noticed about this game just how good Arkansas is at defending the three ball, big man. Uh, opponents are shooting just 24% uh, from behind the arc uh, against these guys. So you got Auburn that are going to want to shoot some threes. Yet Auburn have scored 80 or more points in three of their last uh, five basketball games. And the Hogs are 9-1 and one to the over in their last 10 games. Is this game a track meet tonight? I feel it has the makings of a track meet, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think um, I think Really, if you like Arkansas, you really need to understand that Isaiah Joe is out. He's going to be out for the foreseeable future, and that's a big loss for them. He's a good defender. He's one of their best three-point shooters. He scores 17 points a game. That's a huge loss. It makes me not have any interest in Arkansas going forward. They're not a deep team as it is. You take one of the best players out of the lineup, they might get it figured out in three or four games, but tonight against a good team, one of Arkansas's major issues, Gabe, is while they are good against the three, uh, they are a horrific group down low. They can't stop anybody. Uh, Purifoy, Wiley should have big games for uh, the Tigers here. And you know, I don't know that it's necessary that Auburn makes threes to win games. They're a lot more balanced on an offensive uh, standard this year as opposed to last year. No, you're right. They you didn't shoot the, the three well line. the other night against Kentucky, and they won anyways. You're right. Yeah, and they get to the foul line a lot, and that's uh, – you know, something that when you can do that, you can create in the half court, you can create in transition. Uh, you don't necessarily need the three-point shot. And again, we have to remember all that 
you know, you mentioned about three-point stuff. A lot of that has to do with uh, Isaiah Joe as well. I mean, he's not going to be in there. For a team like Arkansas who does, again, has no depth, this is a big loss for them. I, I really have some concerns going forward. Uh, at an underdog price, Auburn's worth a look here. I think you're right on the total. Um, we should see plenty of uh, transition in this game. You know, this next game isn't a monster game. Uh, but I guess, you know, it's a uh, local East Coast bias here. Show some love for the Big East. But the game did catch my eye tonight. And uh, speaking of uh, Xavier and DePaul, DePaul have been in a free fall, uh, big man, as of late. Yeah, this is a huge game for these two groups. I mean, I know it might not move the needle. Especially for Xavier. Random. It is. Yeah, I mean, Xavier, Xavier can't actually, lose this game. Yeah, yeah if Xavier they want to get in the tournament, they win. can't lose this. Yeah, and they got to win the other night against Seton Hall. Uh, one of those games where Seton Hall just didn't play real well. But, yeah, I mean, Xavier needs it badly. They've had no consistency this year. And they went on last year a February run that I think a lot of people remember. But i got to tell you, Gabe, you look at DePaul – they got to start winning some games in this conference as well. They actually have a pretty good out-of-conference schedule. They're just not finding ways to close out games. I really like their team. Again, another team, though, that struggles with depth. I mean, when you can't throw bodies out there at the end of games, you're going to find ways to lose, and they did that the other night. They had Marquette beat, but unfortunately, they just couldn't finish. They kind of remind you, Gabe, of a horror set. Northfield Park that that gets to the top of the stretch and, the <laughs> and then just dies because he's tired. I mean that's that's kind of what they are, DePaul, and yeah, they need to find a way to close games out. Both these teams need this game immensely. Um, but if you made me pick, I'll take DePaul here. I think they're the better overall team. I like their starting five a lot. Um, I, I just I kind of feel like at home they're worth the look here tonight. I think they'll beat a team that is as bad as inconsistent as they are. Other college basketball games that we didn't bring up. Uh, Duke laying 14.5 at Boston College. Boston College, of course, that big win against North Carolina over the weekend. Totals 147 there in this game. And Duke, I've been cashing tickets with Duke to the over, uh, big man. Any opinion on that game? You got Duke, uh, Boston College, uh, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Kentucky in action uh, tonight. Uh, Kentucky are laying seven to Mississippi State. What catches your eye tonight on the college hardwood? Yeah, I think the Duke problem, I think they're going to score plenty of points. The concern is, does BC just Tech. you know waste a ton of time and not score? You know, they're they're really slow from a, a tempo standpoint. They might only put up, you know, 62 in this game. Um, BC stinks. They're a bad team. Uh, I actually really like Mississippi State. I, I'm, I'm surprised this number's going up. I think this is obviously a lot has to do with the public coming in and betting on Big Blue. But, Gabe, I don't know if there's a team playing better basketball in the country right now than Mississippi State. Maybe Baylor, but Mississippi State has been terrific. I mean, they've covered seven in a row. Um, They're they're just a fully – they're a full unit now. They've gotten everybody back. Reggie Perry, guys, is the best player in this conference. It's not close. He is a terrific big. He's going to play at the next level. And if you know anything about Kentucky – Outside of Nick Richards, they really don't have anybody that can guard Perry. I like the guard play for Mississippi State. I don't think they get a beaten and battered like a lot of teams do against Kentucky. Um, I was surprised to see this number so high. Gabe, uh, Kentucky not a good uh, favorite this year. They failed to cover in 10 of 15, laying points. I'll gladly take a state team that's covered seven in a row. Again, I, I hate road teams, but if I'm going to back a road team tonight, Bulldogs are playing good basketball, 250-1 to one on them to win the national title. They're going to make the tournament. They're really senior-laden. They have a good star player in Perry. 
and their guard play is really soothing. They're, they're, I like them a lot. Keep an eye on Mississippi State. All right, you sold me. You sold me. I'm going to pull the trigger. I don't know where Window Will is because uh, uh, I tell you what, uh, Bad Beat Brian, we got a lot of picks here. A lot of picks to get in, and uh, these are critical. Critical hey, stuff. There's a couple of games start at 7 o'clock. I think Will yeah. is uh, putting in my parlay, buddy. Is Will is Will putting in a parlay right now for Yang? Most likely, buddy. Is it parlay producer? I've been informed like uh, Will's going to the bathroom. Come on, we don't have time for people to be going to the bathroom here. All right, hang in here, big man. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, game time decision continues. Get on the grid. I am Maranci. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Metal Ad Sports Grid Studios. Another busy night uh, here tonight with the uh, the horse players. A lot of uh, horse betters in the house here tonight. And uh, you know what? The sportsbook is starting to fill up on both sides uh, tonight. In fact, uh, it's going to fill up even more as we send Window Will over to the window with some early picks. Uh, they're uh, split it up amongst uh, that four four plays. And uh, those are all early 7 o'clock games, and then we'll get, uh, we'll get the 7.30 stuff. But one thing, big man, they don't play around, bro, with college. Like, you know what I mean? Like an NBA game, when they say it's going to start at 7.05, it really means 7.09 or something. Like, like, there's never a rush to the window, like, for an NBA game. I'm like, whatever. I can walk over. I'll get it in. They're not going to start for, like, seven minutes or eight minutes. And even if they do, there's going to be in-game. There's not in-game for every college basketball game, especially the lower-tier ones, and they don't play around, bro. It's like a stopwatch, big man. The second the clock strikes 7 o'clock, they tip these games off, man. They don't play around. Yeah, no, they they definitely do. It, I, I actually talk about that all the time about horse racing. Like, Gulfstream Park will have a, a 3.15 post time, and it'll be – 327 and they're just walking to the paddock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the paddock. It's weird. <laughs> like, some sports, like the NBA, they'll say a game's at 7 and it won't start till 7-12. You know, it's it's very odd. But, yeah, colleges. Well, uh, they claim they're, like. they claim, they, the, the NBA claims they're, like, their late game starts at 1035 when we all know it's not true. <laughs> it's really, like, 1047 or something, like 1045. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but you're right. Horse racing, what it is, they do that. They're doing it because there's a lot of money coming in. You know what I mean? Like, so if there's no money coming in, big man, if they realize, all right, that's it, everyone's bad, you know, let, let you know, start the race. You know, I used to see this, for, I used to see this firsthand all the time when we owned a horse. And speaking of which, we have a surprise guest uh, checking in uh, right now. Speaking of ponies, the raging redhead Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam? 
What's going on, Gabe? Yeah, no, I met a guy from Michigan last night. We had a great story. He used to own horses. I told him about Conflict Diamond, and uh, yeah, the same thing. He told me the horses made him broke, too, but man, he was a good capper. He was knocking them dead there at uh, at uh, the Meadows. The guy was hitting uh, Northfield. Northfield's unbelievable, man. A lot of guys, that's the true degenerate track at Northfield, and I'll tell you something. Our buddy, Mr. Monday Night, Mike Saftik, it was unbelievable. I was telling the story that Saftik was uh, the guy who got us involved, Gabe. He came second on a 43-1 to Cortez the killer and one uh, at uh, Woodbine Mohawk last night. Mike Saptic was blowing up the tote board. Unbelievable. Well, it sounds like you have a little bit, uh, you're a little bit more energetic uh, today than you were yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're right, Gabe. It was a better night. We went 3-0 and in college. That K- that K-State game was crazy. Thanks for giving me the Kansas-Texas uh, pick. Texas covered, and uh, me and some uh, old drunk guy at the El Cortez, we took the Spurs plus nine for the last uh, game of the night. So, yeah, it was actually a pretty good day. And on the ice, we hit the over. It was, it was, good. It was, it was pretty good, buddy. You know, we came back, and uh, we're grinding right now. We're grinding. You said it. Uh, small victories, pal. Yeah, you know, one game at a time. We got big man on campus uh, here. Uh, with us uh, as well uh, not a ton of time so um, I'll ask you Cam and then uh, big man uh, can jump in here but what are you betting on tonight Cam the Spurs are getting yeah, points tonight again tonight against the Lakers you know what? I was actually looking at the Spurs again in college. Uh, I talked to Blessing. I think we're going to take a shot with Buffalo, minus three and a half against Eastern Michigan. Alabama looks good to me at minus five at home to Tennessee. They're playing good. I think they can get it done. I hate to go against you, Gabe, because you're a friend, but I think Ohio State catching two and a half is the play against Michigan. Those are my games in college. In, in hockey, Anaheim, Ottawa, over the six. I expect some goals in that game. The Montreal Canadiens, since they got Gallagher back, they're laying 30 cents in New Jersey. I'll take that. Colorado, all over the board against the Sabres in regulation and on the puck line. And over in St. Louis, Carolina, five and a half, buddy. That's what's on the betting card tonight. Hopefully, uh, you and Big Man make some money, too. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, big man of uh, of the Buffalo Bill uh, Buffalo Bull pick uh, there against Eastern Michigan? Gotta love. So what? Blessing? That's his pick. You can't make this up. That's like Blessing's hot pick tonight. The Buffalo Bulls. <laughs> yeah, he likes the Buffalo Bulls. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's his hot pick. Yes. <laughs> this guy can't. Yeah, and I'm on this can't let it go. Huh? He he's he in my room right now. We're having a Budweiser. No, no, he loves Buffalo. He loves Buffalo. He, he loves he loves the Bulls tonight. He says it's not a homer pick. He says they're going to get it done. He says they're good and they're going to cover three and a half. They're getting better. What do you think, big man? Is this a homer pick or is it a good pick? No, Buffalo Eastern Bulls. Michigan. Eastern Michigan sucks. They're playing terrible right now. Can't score. I actually. I'm, I never don't. I never not like a Buffalo pick. I, I I think they're a solid group. I know they don't have oats anymore, but Eastern Michigan stinks. I don't play a lot of MAC. It's not one of my favorite conferences in football or basketball. But yeah, I I, I don't have any issue fading Eastern Michigan. I mean, they just cannot score the basketball. It's like watching paint dry. I will say, Gabe, um, a smaller a team I like tonight, Monmouth. I, I think they're a pretty good basketball team. If Fairfield's starting to struggle a little bit. Uh, I like Monmouth a little bit if you're, if you're looking for smaller action. They're, they're actually one of the better teams in the MAC. like that team. I can't, I can't get it in. I uh, can't get it in. Yeah, Monmouth. I can get yeah. it in. Oh, I can't get it in now, too. I can't be your inputter because I'm in Vegas. 
Damn it. <laughs> no, you can't either. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. I, 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 we're geo-blocked. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? I realize you, you, need a, you, need a, you need a buddy in each state. Like, you need a guy in Nevada, Pennsylvania. Good so call. Like, so guys <laughs> in Pennsylvania, they can't get a temple bed in. So they can call me here. I'll put your temple right. beds in here. There needs to be, like, what an exchange. <laughs> and then, like, you know, when you're in Pennsylvania, I need to bet on Rutgers. Can't bet on Rutgers, Seton yeah. Hall. Can you put my Seton Hall back in, so please? Stupid. Yeah, Rutgers, Seton Hall. What a terrible. It is hey. stupid. If you're gonna what bet, kind you're gonna of country bet. is it? What kind of country is it that I can't bet on a Fairleigh Dickinson game? I agree. It's a travesty. I got all these little, like, uh, little, like, gyms around me. People are asking me if I want to go to the game. I'm like, wow. If I get money in on it, yeah. <laughs> I wanted they to said, bet a uh, Fairleigh's their closest one. <laughs> Against uh, Bucknell, and I could <laughs> battle of Allentown. I could. You got to get up here, big man. We'll go to a we'll go to a St. Peter's game. <laughs> I, I would love to. I love just, love Frank to Stample that. actually told me he's an alum of St. Francis. Oh, and and I'm like, who's St. Francis? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. If you ever want to go to a game, well, I'll take you. I'm like, oh, who's Gabe, your listen. big rival? LIU <laughs> it's like Brooklyn, Stony Brook. Saint, uh, St. Francis, a great game. St. Francis, Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, LIU. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my picks, guys, and we'll get big man's picks here in a second. My picks are um, early at 7 o'clock here. I'm going Michigan. I'm going Auburn, Arkansas over the number. I'm going Xavier plus one. Duke, BC over the 147. Big man, you stole me on Mississippi State plus seven, and I'm going to take Arkansas, too. I think... Uh, I think uh, Musselman, uh, I, like will, you know, I, I think it's a bad spot for Auburn coming off that win against Kentucky camp. I like the Hogs here tonight. And, Arkansas you know, play, I jumped buddy. in on the Buff. I jumped in on the Buffalo Bulls money line. Uh, big man, what are your picks here before we let you go? Yeah, I, I definitely like Mississippi State. I mean, that, that's one that I'm really interested in. I got to be honest, I'm going to go against you two. I, I think the Isaiah Joe loss for Arkansas is a big one, especially at this time of the night, right before the game, you get him out. Auburn is a bear down low. I, Arkansas can't stop the interior. I think I, I get your point on the line. I, I can understand that, but I think Auburn Auburn gets them tonight. If I had to back a road team, it'd be Auburn and Mississippi State. I'll go those. Um, what's uh, hold on? Let me give you a couple other NBA picks here, guys. So I got Michigan money line, Ar- Auburn, Arkansas over. Uh, Arkansas money line, Xavier plus one, Duke BC over 147, and Mississippi State uh, plus seven. I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Bucks here, guys. I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Bucks. I don't want to mess with the total. It's too high at 246. Hottest team in the NBA right now, hottest player, Damian Lillard and the Blazers. They finally turned the corner, Cam. Yep. I'm going to take them plus the four and a half tonight against the Nuggets. Give me the Blazers plus the points. And I'm all about the dog uh, tonight in the late night hours. San Antonio played last night, but it was in L.A. It's the same arena. I think the Lakers are just a little overhyped, big man, especially with this post-Kobe stuff. They laid too many points the other night against uh, the Blazers. I think the Spurs can hang around within a number. I think that game's going to be a track meet and go over, too, guys. Yeah, I didn't understand that line the other night with the play. I, I get, you know, all the Kobe stuff. It, it was... Obviously, you had a lot of money coming in the Lakers, but Blazers, as you said, playing good basketball right now. Um, Damian Lillard props, uh, you have to bet those props over until, I think it's 28 and a half tonight. I mean, I'm sure it's one up since it's 33 then, and a half. Yeah, 33 wow. and a half. Jesus. Wow. I, I might just auto bet <laughs> He'll it. He'll get there. Until it, until you it know what? Yeah, I like Cam. Yeah, he'll get there. 
Guys, you know what Harden's prop is tonight? It's the highest prop I've seen. 38 and a half. Yeah, crazy. You got to bet. You got to score no, 39 crazy. points to win a bet. Yeah, I'm well, not doing that. <laughs> no way. Even me, I'm not doing that. College was great last night, Dave. I, like, I mean, yeah, it was a good play. Good play by you. I'll tell you, that Kansas, if you don't think college basketball's sketchy, take a look at that Kansas State-Baylor game at the end. They did everything to help Kansas State, and I needed it, Gabe. I got them at uh, plus eight there. They should have lost by nine, but it was good. Uh, I like where you're going. I, I know I, did, I usually agree with big man, but I, I'm on Arkansas too, buddy. I think that's the play tonight. It's basically a pick of minus one, Gabe. I'm going to ride the, the home team with you. So yesterday, Cam, you told us, unfortunately, the budget no longer afforded you to go see uh, Aerosmith. But word on the street is you, you saw an Aerosmith cover band. Yeah, take, you took your girlfriend out. No, I told you, we'd see Aerosmith. You saw the Aerosmith tribute band huh, over at uh, Sunset Station. <laughs> yeah. No, they are, Gabe. I think there's a band here. They're called Four Inner. Like they're a foreigner cover band for Inner. So I think we're going to go check them out. Uh, it, should, it should be a what, lot like of fun. The foreigner cover band. I'm, yeah, four like four in her? Inner. Is that what it is, Lisa? Yeah, four NR, she says. Like four NR. Like, yeah, like number four NR. Oh. Four NR. Like it's going to be so stupid. <laughs> foreigner cover band. Sign me up. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Yeah. All right, stay we safe. Zeppelin cover we'll band speak. too, but I've seen a million. Have a good one, buddy. We did. Good luck with your picks there, yeah, big we'll speak man. To you tomorrow. See you guys. Yeah, thanks, big man. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back. Pharrell's up next. We'll be back at nine.